I want to, I want you to hear a part of this. And, and frankly, um, it's right. It's right in the first chapter. It, it talks about literally the first chapter. So pull it up, Mr. Producer, if you would give me the first chapter. It talks about what it means to get in the gap. Um, but let me read this first. This is one of our sponsors, IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IP Vanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. Um, if it helps you browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, and you can use it on computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. It means your private details, passwords, browsing history, completely shielded from falling, completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually invisible online. You can use IPVanish on limited devices without sacrificing on speed. And they're, right now, they're offering 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee, just like getting nine months for free. It's easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're, easily, you're instantly protected. Um, you won't even know it's on. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily. Use promo code daily and cra- claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash daily. Use promo code daily. All right. Now I get to get into it. I get to get into it, all the way into it. Okay, listen. Mm, share it. You share it, and you guys rumble up. If you can get me to 100 rumbles here, then I'll keep going. In the meantime, I'm going to go. I'll keep going because I got, I got a lot to say. But I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike or you, you frankly, you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with Air Medcare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. You got to get me to 100 rumbles, though. Oh, we're only at 67. How are we only at 67? Come on, guys. Guys are lazy. Yeah, there you go. You're killing me. Okay. So when, when we talk about the election being stolen, we talk about all the information, they can't help but lie. And when I talk about getting in the gap, it's no different than when President Trump says, get, you know, show up, get involved. He says, they're, they're attacking you. He's trying to tell you. I mean, it, I wish that the, the, what I think is the controlled opposition, and I think a little bit of it's true. So I think, let me just tell you what I think about Q. Now that I'm, I'm fully, I think part of it is true. The only part that's not true, that, that I know is not true, is the outcome. Like there's no you know, tribunals happening and, you know, Jeffrey Epstein's not alive and JFK is not in some underground bunker. Like, none of that's true. None of that is true. None. Zero. Zero of that is true. Right? Those are all ways that they get you. Oh, here we go. What? Okay, good. You got me over on it. So I'll keep going then. All right. None of that is true. None of that. But they try to give you hope through the copium through all this, that somewhere along the line, Trump is going to save you. And one of my listeners pointed something out that I thought was interesting, and that was, Joe, you, pl- you placed this video, and in it you had um, the Lion King, and you had Trump in it, and he was in the heavens, and you made it look like he was God. No, I want to be really clear. Trump is a catalyst. At, at the maximum, he's a catalyst for trying to tell you that he's trying to hand back the reins to the American people, that it's gotten out of control, that the government's out of control, that they don't, they, they don't need to have these big fortresses and protect themselves unless they're doing evil things to other people. And when the government gets so big, it starts to eat itself. And that's kind of what you're seeing happen right now, is that parts of the government become ineffective because other parts of the government become infected with this cancer, with this, this corruption. And so the Q movement tells you all of these things. Some of it's true. Like some of the things that, that Pence did and, and some of that stuff's true. 
but they have to mix in a little bit of truth to make it believable so you could see it with your own eyes. You know, do, do I believe that there are, you know, and, and I'm going to deviate from other people's beliefs. That's the thing about having beliefs is that you can believe whatever you want. At the end of the day, I chose not to believe that President Trump was going to come and save us. There's only one Savior. His name was Jesus Christ. He died on a cross for us to have eternal life, right? So I don't believe that Trump is Christ. I don't believe that he's the Savior. I believe that we are going to be able to save ourselves, and we are able to redeem ourselves if we take control of our community, if we take control of our country, if we push out the evil corruption that we have in our government. And I think that the doctrine of the lesser magistrate is a good start. Now, it's been around a long time. I didn't know about it. I feel stupid for not knowing about it, honestly, because I like to read. How did I not know? Oh, wait on. So somebody's yelling at me. To be fair, Q posts, Q never said JFK Jr. is alive in a bunker. Q actually definitely said JFK Jr. is not alive when all that stuff dusted up. Okay, so I'm not trying to offend people that, that like Q. I'm just not Q. I'm not QAnon. I'm not, I'm none of those things, right? And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm reading on it, and it doesn't make mathematical sense to me at all. If we're going to save this country, it's going to be because people stand up and they get in the gap. And if you want to know what the gap is, let me just tell you what the gap is, because everyone's asked, what's the gap? What's the gap? What's the gap? Now people are saying it. I see it all over the place. People will come back and I'll see it on people's pages. Hey, it's time to get in the gap. It's time to get in the gap. So it's working. People are recognizing what the gap is. And let me tell you what the gap is. The gap is that area between our adversary, the people that are our enemy, the evil of our country, and the people that you are, that, that you are supposed to protect. It is your wife, your children your grandchildren. It is the people in your community, your neighbor, the business owner down the street. Those are the people that you are chartered with protecting. And frankly, the ones that can't see it, the Democrats, Republicans, Independents, Constitution Party, Green Party, Libertarian, it doesn't matter what they are. Lay all that aside. It is the people in the community that are awake and asleep, awake and don't have the ability to fight, or, as, or asleep, have the ability to fight, but don't recognize the problem because their head's in the sand and they don't want to see it. They want to do this. And that's most people. So your job in being in the gap is to protect those people. You are on the beaches of Normandy. We are running towards gunfire. We know who the adversary is. And our job is to secure our country back to a place where it's recognizable to our children and grandchildren. I was having a conversation today with someone about this, the gap. I was having a conversation about uh, stolen elections have consequences. Now, the person I was talking to is a diehard Democrat, diehard Democrat, diehard, liberal. And I was like, let me show you something. Let me talk about the degradation of education, healthcare. And his wife is going to be a doctor. And as we're walking through this process, he goes, yeah, my wife and her friends, I mean, she's in a residency. She's going through the process. He says, yeah, Joe, uh, they told me not to get sick right now. Whatever you do, don't get sick. Because if you go to the hospital, there's a high likelihood they will kill you. I didn't, let me just explain what I just said. He literally said out loud the part of don't get sick, stay healthy. Because if you go to a hospital, they're going to kill you. It's so messed up. And his wife just came out of you know, medical school. She's inside a residency. And she sees it and says, this is unbelievable. Whoa. So the aha moment here is that stolen elections and evil people, government people, people that want to hurt you, has consequences. Those people literally want to destroy everything you represent. And they're not just doing it in the United States, they're doing it across the globe. I mean, Dominion is doing business in other places. Look at what happened in Canada. Or Canada. You think Trudeau, you think that anyone likes Trudeau? Anyone. Another friend that I talked to literally said, I'm a dino. I'm a Democrat in name only. I thought that they actually used to do things that supported the people. Come to find out, they want to destroy everything that our country stands for, everything that it represents. You'd say, okay. 
I, I said, tell me more about what you're thinking. And he goes, Joe, I look at the education system in the inner cities. Same conversation I just had, only not about the hospitals. Now we're talking about education. Is so broken, so anemic, that kids come out of school with no other option other than crime. No other option. They're not proficient in anything. They can't get a job. They can barely speak. Most of them can't read past the eighth grade education. And yeah, you have the ones that their parents, their parents invested in them. But they're too busy talking about social justice and things that can divide us. And every single person that I talk to, every person, without exception. And by the way, I love having conversations with people that I don't know. Met a guy flying back from uh, San Antonio, which by the way, I, I love San Antonio. Shout out to San Antonio and my neighbors I got to meet this weekend. Um, every single person I've talked to, Democrat, Republican, all feel the same way. They all feel the same way. Our country is lost. It's lost its bearing. And, and now that I'm having conversations about this, this doctrine of the lesser magistrate, and I want to shout out to Yoda for bringing it to my attention, um, the more I go, oh, it's really simple. When we get in the gap, we have an obligation to defy those people that would do harm to the American people. We have an obligation to resist tyranny and tyrannical government and people in it that are tyrannical. And so I, 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 I read what they're doing right now and things that they're trying to push across the, the thing and say that the American people have to hold on to it. And by the way, share this. Share this. Cut little videos, streams of this, and say, all right, this is truth. Go take Nick's video and share it. Go take Brian's video, CanCon, and share it. And you might not like some of his language. It's a little colorful. But you're likely to learn something as they break things down. I mean, much like the fact that they attacked Garrett Ziegler, they attacked him for his work on the Hunter Biden laptop and told him, yeah, this is a lie, until it wasn't. And then they had to come out and issue a retraction, but the damage was already done. The further we get down the pathway, talking about what's happening with the election, and everyone says, Joe, you're still talking about the election. You're damn right I am. The more purposeful everything becomes. Mr. Producer, do we have any of the, the pages from the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate? No, I'm not seeing anything I can pull in. So I think you can pull it in through Amazon. I mean, I, I don't, don't get mad at me for saying that, all right? Just stop. Don't get mad at me, please. But if you go to the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate and you go into the book, let me see if I can find it for you, Mr. Producer, so you can actually see some of the writings in it. Does it have some of the writings in it? No, you're not going to be able to see it. Okay. So, so, so the, the things that, let me just read to you a little bit about this. You know, I'll, I'll just, I'll get the paper back and then I'll just take some pictures of it and we'll talk about it again tomorrow. But in here, it, it's a, by the way, the doctrine of the lesser magistrate is a historic tool that provides proven guidelines for proper and legitimate re resistance to tyranny. It's worked. But it also shows in this book the examples of when people did not have enough courage to stand up to that tyranny and what the, what the result was, what the consequences were. And so the consequences are not just, yeah, we pay a little bit more in taxes. That's not the consequences. The consequences are is that you lose your ability to have a voice. And if you look at what's happened in our country, you... You don't, have to, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that they literally are doing everything that they can to take your voice away from you. If you think differently than they do, th that means this radical component, then they will literally slaughter you in the internet and try to demean you to the point where you do self-harm. And I had to talk a friend off the ledge literally two weeks ago. By the way, I, I will never do self-harm. Okay? I won't. Two weeks ago, because he's like, Joe, I have lost hope. And I'm like, what, what do you mean you've lost hope? He goes, yeah, I'm just, I'm checking out. And I was like, wow, you're not, you're not going to check out. You're not checking out on me. And I had to stop what I was doing and go there to talk him off a ledge. And I talked him off the ledge because literally they were slaughtering him in the media. 
And I stopped what I was doing and I went there and I was like, you will not do this. They, they don't get to dictate who you are. They, they can ruin your reputation all they want, but your character is what God judges you by. But that's what they do. That's what bullies do. That's what evil does. Evil does what these people have done. Or they lie about an organization, or they lie about standing up for the values of a community by saying somewhere along the line that they can mock God. And when they don't like that, they just make up stories like Kyle Clark did and said that I said I wanted to hang polis, but I never did. And then they play videos. They say that this is what Joe said, but in actuality, that's not what I said. And they play the videos that prove that I didn't say it. But the lie is already instilled in them because most people don't go through and listen to it and use their critical brain. So they're allowed to lie. And that's what bullies do. They use tools in order to stop people from speaking. It's rules for radicals. Attack the individual, not the organization, because if you attack the individuals, you're, you're likely to, to, to get them to submit. And then they run into guys like me that won't submit. And like, well, what do we do with this guy? Now, let's sue him. Let's financially try to ruin him. Let's make him give up his passion. And, oh, by the way, you can't even have your own opinion when it comes to other things without people calling you out and saying, oh, you're not a real conservative. You're not a real conservative because, oh, you know, you, you just, you're not a conservative. You, you believe in pro-choice. No, and I never said that. But this is what they do. Oh, here it is. So this is the part, is this just one page that we have? I, I want the part that talks about the gap, if we could grab that page, if we could. So, Stu, if you can get that, the part, it's in chapter one. It's at the beginning of chapter one and the beginning of chapter two, and it talks about being in the gap. So you can't even have a difference of opinion on the conservative side because we eat our own. And when we have a disagreement with each other, oh no, it gets even worse. You look at the fighting that's happening literally in the movement. We call it the movement, but you see the fighting that's happening in the movement and you're, you, you can't help but go, what is happening here? Like, wh why is everybody taking shots at each other? Imagine if we took that energy and we forced it down the pathway, but that's because they're able to lie and put themselves in positions where they can take advantage of the movement, try to create as much chaos as possible, just like the radical left does, only they stick together because they're weak. We're strong. So they put people in the middle of it that are weak, that just antagonize other people that then attack each other. Oh, here he goes. Okay, so, so I want to play this part. Um, Mr. Producer, what, what uh, chapter is this in? Do we know what chapter this is in? The, the one I just sent? Yeah. I believe that's chapter one. Okay. Page 27. So, so let, me, let me read this if I can. How does the rule of law re relate to the lesser magistrates? As America and all the West crumbles because it has spurned the law of God as the rule of law, we will be presented with an opportunity where godly lesser magistrates will need to stand in the gap. They will need to interpose for the sake of the rule of law, for the sake of the people they represent, and defy bad law. Present-day magistrates need to know of the lesser magistrate doctrine so that conscience prods them more vigorously in their duty and responsibility in the sight of God. They will then be prepared to act in defense of the people they represent. The people also need to understand that the lesser magistrate doctrine, so that when the lesser magistrates stand, they will rally around them and not let them hang there, left blowing in the wind. When the lesser magistrate act, there will be those that will accuse them of anarchy and chaos because Americans have heard the mantra their entire lives that we are a nation of law, that we must respect the rule of law. Many may tend to believe the accusation, but what if unjust or tyrannical law has been made. Are we to respect it just because the state declares it to be the law of the land? Are we to passively stand by and conform? Western history exclaims a resounding no from Thomas Aquinas, who declared that an unjust law is no law at all to the Nuremberg trials where unquestioned obedience to man's law was soundly condemned. 
And as you get into the talk of getting into the gap, he talks about rooted, being rooted in inner uh, position, inner position. He talks about the fact that you're in the middle, inner position, you're in the middle of it. And I want to read this if I can. The doctrine of the lesser magistrate is rooted in the historical biblical doctrine of interposition. Interposition is the calling of God which causes one to step into the gap, willingly placing oneself between the oppressor and its intended victim. Interposition is demonstrated when someone or some group interposes or positions themselves between an oppressor and the intended victim. This can be done verbally or physically. The lesser magistrate demonstrates the doctrine of interposition by placing himself between a tyrant or bad law and the people. When Patronus defied Caliglia, he was performing an act of interposition to a lesser magistrate on behalf of the Jews. To demonstrate his act of interposition, Petronius actually called the Jews to meet with him in Tiberias. When the Jews arrived, they were horrified to see Petronius' army, two legions, assembled before them. The Jews stood on one side, and while the army stood on the other, Petronius stepped between them. He then informed the Jews that the army was assembled under the authority of Emperor Caligula, who has ordered the army of war against to destroy them if resistance was made in having the image placed in the temple. But the governor Petronius went on to say, and I don't know if we have that second, third page. If we can get the next page, I'd really like to see it. What page? The next page. If I'm, I'm talking to Stu as I'm doing this. You know, some of you are having a aha moment right now. You know, we, we've, never put, uh, we've never put a feeling on what it means to get in the gap. Like, wh what are we fighting for? What are we fighting against? President Trump has put himself in an interposition. He did that. He, he stood in the gap. And we, we rally around him when it's convenient. And frankly, if we want to talk about President Trump, the, everyone wants to question his, his pick on some of the people that he, he, he has endorsed. And he said endorsements can mean many things. They can make you think. I don't want to even talk about it. It's not my endorsement. It's his endorsement. And whoever he decides to endorse, he decides to endorse. I don't even think a minute of it. I just say, think for yourself. Because at the end of the day, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you think for yourself? Do we follow one man or do we follow one God? I think this is where we get into the, the place of, you know, we, we want to, we this good, bad, right, wrong, you know, we want to do this balancing act. And we want to let people just rip everyone else apart that disagrees with them. The reality is much different than that. So I want to, I want to, I want to play this part if I can, or read this part if I can. And you can put it up if you would. I think he put it up. Mr. Producer says, yet I did not think of such, you know, put that part up. And I want to read some more of this. And guys, if you want me to quit, I'll quit. I'm going a half hour over, add to the show. Yet I did not think it just to be such a regard to my own safety or honor as to refuse to sacrifice them in his own safety and honor for your preservation, who are so many in number, and endeavor to preserve the regard that is due your law, which as it has come down to you from your forefathers. So do you esteem it worthy of your utmost contention to preserve it? Nor, with the supreme assistance and power of God, I will be so hardly as to suffer your temple to fall into contempt for the means of the imperial authority. I will therefore send to Calig Caligula and let him know what your resolutions are and will assist your suit as far as I am able that you may not be exposed to suffer on the account of the honest design you have proposed to yourselves. And may God be your assistant, for his authority is beyond all the contravance and power of men. Governor Petronius illustrated his interposition by standing between the emperor's soldiers and the Jews. He took a stand between the unjust law and the people. The interposition of the lesser magistrate requires a willingness to risk personal security for the sake of justice. Such risk is paramount to the lesser magistrate doctrine. Scripture and history are loaded with acts of interposition. In Exodus chapter 1, Pharaoh ordered that all male Hebrew, Hebrew firstborns should be killed by the midwives. 
The midwives refused to do so and even employed deceit to cover up the refusal to comply with his order. They interposed on behalf of the helpless babies and stood in defiance of tyranny. So I'm really excited to, to have found this bank, uh, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day uh, in 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. It's a, it's a big one. Listeners can get $150 bonus when you open, um, op- open up an, an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise or values. Amazing, right? So go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's A-X-O-S dot com slash daily for all the cash bonus. All you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. Axosbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. I think that we, we forget... We forget what the solution is. We always talk about working the problem. We talk about working the problem, but we're not working the problem if we're just talking about it. And, and, I, and I think that as I start talking through these things with you, and the reason why I'm rejuvenated is that I made a decision on Friday that I was going to get involved in taking all the information I have from Dominion and putting it into um, white paper form so that people can read it and understand it. And there are a lot of great people that have a lot of information that, that are, they're not kooks. They're not conspiracy theorists. They're professionals. Dinesh D'Souza is not a kook. He's not a conspiracy theorist. Greg, not a kook, not a conspiracy theorist. I mean, frankly, the, the further you get down the line, the more you start to realize that most of the people, if not all of the people that are in this movement are actually really good people that care about you. They are your people of interposition. They, they literally are standing up for you. They're standing in the gap for you. And for those of you that say, oh, I can't support or I can support, I can't share, I can't become an arbiter of truth or uh, of reality, I can't become an ambassador of truth, I can't push things that are true because I get yelled at. I get shut down, I get screamed at, I get bullied. I would tell you, it's worth it. At the end of the day, it's worth it. And so we, 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 we want to go back to a place where we can insert God's law, or excuse me, God's word, as a basis for law, a true north. But if you're not willing to make a sacrifice, when the greater sacrifices have been made, you know, President Trump did not take a salary, lost over a billion dollars of his net worth, has been vilified all over the nation, and said, thank you, Daddy, can I have another? And by the way, I'm going to fight harder. He knows. Inflation's at an all-time high. The the border's open. Uh, Canada's outlying deal. We know that the CIA and the FBI are literally grooming shooters. They're grooming them. We know these things to be facts, not fiction. This is happening all over the country. All the things that are happening with, you know, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the death fluid problem is a real problem. The, the Flying J was told by the Union Pacific where, uh, uh, Railroad, by the way, they supply 30% of the country's supply of death fluid. Since 2010, any diesel truck on the road now has to use DEF fluid along with diesel in order to run. And they were told to cut it by 50% or face an embargo. An embargo means that we will not allow you to ship your product on the railways. Well, with diesel prices at an all-time high, and frankly, that's the only main transportation to push things across the country, they, by the way, who owns a large majority of Union Pacific Railroad? Any guesses? His name's Warren Buffett. True story. So you have Union, you have Warren Buffett, one of the wealthiest people in the world. You have a supply chain issue related to death fluid and now fuel. We have the Keystone Pipeline, which got shut down. They manufactured this crisis. And so what is the answer? How do we work the problem? So I'm trying to get you to understand that if you were to see someone in the street that is being raped or pillaged or beaten or or you know, attempted to kill them, would you stand in the gap? 
Would you stand between them, the tyrant, and the intended victim, society, our country? I think I get it now. I think I get it. I finally got to the point where I get it. God said to me, hey, listen, he didn't talk to me, by the way. I've never had a burning bush moment. I've had, my, I've had those moments where I was like, I, I doubted things, and I always come out of it. I'm like, well, it, it can't be. It's, it's very purposeful. Things that have happened to me, is, it's too purposeful. It's like winning the lottery over and over and over again. Here's this poor kid. How did he get there? But I get why I'm here now. I get why you're here. I get why I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast because if, if and, and it was that moment, and I couldn't get it out of my brain. I, I mean, I want to read it to you because this is all he said. And I, I took it seriously. He, he literally sent it to me. He's like, hey, listen, you need, to, you need to go read this book. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can get to it real quick. Let's play it. Let's see it. Take it. Whoop, almost there. Okay. Okay, he sent this to me. This is all he wrote. I've been reading and marking the crap out of this book. I've been in the legal field for 42 years and never once heard these principles. 108 pages long. If you haven't read it, I suspect you may have. There will be one sentence that will grab you because you've used it. <laughs> anyway, prayers up for you and yours. Say hey to someone else. Keep pointing down range. That's all he said to me. And I literally, that was on Saturday morning. And by Saturday night, I had read the entire book. Actually, that's not true. By Sunday morning, I'd read the entire book. And, and the book itself, I didn't know why I couldn't get out of my brain. Normally, I put it on a list. I, got a, I, got a, I literally have a list of books that's like 30 pages long. And I just pick a book. And I will read that book. Or I'll use Audible. And I, when I'm driving to work, I'll, I'll listen to Audible. When I go somewhere, I'll listen to Audible. I've read some crazy stuff. I mean, I, I, Kevin Hart's book about his life and how he became a... I, I don't particularly like his, his humor. I don't like his comedy uh, because it's, it's, it's too vulgar for me. But I like his story. I like the fact that he fought through adversity and came from the poorest neighborhood in, in Philly and made it out. And, did, and he was a great shoe salesman. And he's a great guy. And he forgave. And he loved his family and provided for his family. I love that story. So I, I got re done reading that book, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. But this book, talk to me. And for, for those of you that are looking for answers, I mean, I, I don't have a way to give you the answers other than to tell you that you have to find a way to get in the gap if you want to participate in saving this nation. And people may never know your name. And that is not, and the other thing is, is you got to have some self-control. You can't get into this, you can't get into the gap and say, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to just go, you know, hog wild. You know, part of being in the gap is actually submitting when you need to submit, leading when you need to lead. And but by the way, those run side by side. Sometimes you'll lead, sometimes you'll submit, sometimes you'll submit, sometimes you'll lead. But doing that and acting with forgiveness. You know, it's a, it, but we have to do it in our movement. We have to get together and go straight forward. Everyone's like, oh, good, bad, right, wrong. This person's good. This person's bad. We're constantly doing it. I, I've done it too. I've done it too. Man, I got to tell you, Ash and I got into it a several times a year and a half ago because I was, I was tired of it. Sharona and I got into it. Sharona Bishop, America's mom. I was just done. I was like, I'm done talking to you. And I, and I always came back and I was like, ah, like, and I shouldn't have said that. I was wrong. Forgive me. And I've had to do it several times. Many times. But at the end of the day, that's what humility is. That is the definition of making sure that you're humble and you humble yourself so that the greater good and, frankly, recognizing your own weaknesses and stupidity. We have to get to a place where we're willing to get in the gap. And I know that the FBI and the CIA and Coomer's attorneys and Coomer are listening to this. The first half, they ought to love. Because I think that they figured out that I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm finished. Like, I'm, I've had enough. I've had enough. So now I'm just going to take all that information. I'm going to keep pushing it out there to you guys. And you guys are going to keep pushing it out there. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. But I didn't do it myself. I just spent the last 17 minutes of this show talking about Nick. 
and Brian and their analysis of Dominion. And there's more. You got Blair, you got Garrett, you got, a, you got a whole group of guys that literally all day, every day, they do their job and then they come to work and they literally just dig in and come up with all the details, uncovering things that lead to other countries and interviewing people. And, and frankly, I have a friend that went all the way overseas through Serbia to meet with someone to gather information related to Dominion Voting Systems. True story. Happened three months ago. I couldn't get out. So he did. He risked his, he risked his own safety to go and do something that I could not do. I did not have the ability to do. That is an unselfish desire to be in the gap. And he did not know what he was walking into. He did not. But he still did it. So B, hats off to you. You have people literally that can't stay in one place for more than three or four hours that are coming forward with information about Dominion, afraid for their own safety. Overseas, because over there, it's like the wild, wild west. In the Balkans, by the way. That's what they call the Balkans, the wild, wild west. Ukraine. All right. Well, I think we're, I think we're at the end of it. I've, I've, I beat the, the dead horse of the... Um, the doctrine of the lesser magistrate. I am going to do everything I can to get Matthew um, Trawala on this show. I'm going to do that. Somebody reached out to me and said that they know know him. So I'm going to reach out and we're going to try and um, we're going to try and get this figured out so we can have him on the show. And then we're going to have a lot of guests over the next couple of weeks. We're going to continue to go through what's happening in Georgia, what happened in in. Arizona, they want to explain away with someone that worked for Dominion and say, this is what happened. It was human error, but it wasn't. The machines were designed to defraud the American people, 150,000%. I'm not so, I'm more sure of that than I am that the sky is blue. That's how much information is out there. That's how much, how much data and evidence is out there. And all they're doing is buying time. That's it. Just buying time. And in the middle of it, sending over ridiculous stuff to me, like I'm, I'm going to what, bow down to you? You think it'll ever happen? It will never happen. It will never, ever, ever, ever happen. See, once I get in the gap, my feet are planted. I'm just being an example for others so they can do the same thing. And by the way, it says in the book that you can do things two ways. One is just verbal, and the other one is physical. The physical is if they come at you. The verbal is making sure that you can defy all of their orders and then holding the police and others accountable for what they decide to do as well. See, we already saw in Uvalde that they don't care about anything other than themselves. That is the ethos that they've created in this country. People saying, I just want to be able to retire and sit on my beach and do my thing and get my pension. No one will be saved in the end. And if you don't think that that's true, Look no further than what happened to the people that had a pension with GM in 2008. Do you know where all those people ended up? Broke and heartbroken. They spent 30, 40 years at GM and their pension just went away. Well, someone else made tens of billions of dollars on the hard work of those people. They ended up going from six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month in, in pension payments a month to working at Walmart as a greeter. How many times did you hear that story? How many times have we heard them talk about the benefits that never come? Because it's all a lie. It's all a lie to deceive you and to enslave you. And now they do it again by saying, now we're going to come for your guns. And I will tell you the only way that they can come for our guns is barrel first. Barrel forward. And that's not a call to violence. That's telling you that tyranny in this country cannot take away the sacrifice that's happened over the last couple hundred years. And if you, if you look no further in the military on how tyrannical the government's become, look at what the VA has done to our veterans. Look at that. If you're a veteran in this country, you have at least, at least 22 a day. 22 veterans commit suicide every day. 
There's over 60,000 veterans that literally are homeless. We talk about stolen elections and the gun laws that they want to put out there. And the, the data is out there. And, and Nadler, you know, the, the Penguin said that there is, no, there is no data out there that shows that owning a gun is going to keep a woman safe. That is the most idiotic thing that any human being could say. And only from someone who is an elitist that is in Washington making laws to reign over us, to enslave us. It's time to stand in the gap. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a prayer, and I'm gonna, I told you before that I was going to say a prayer, and I hope he gets a chance to hear this prayer. And if you guys could say a prayer as well, I would truly appreciate it. Um, and I talked about it a little bit before, but his name is um, Tom Hartman. And Tom uh, literally had a, a total separation. He's paralyzed from the spinal cord injury from the chest under his arms all the way down, doesn't have full control of his hands. He was a tinkerer, worked 14 hours a day, go work, come back. Super amazing individual, lives up in, in Grand County. Um, so I wanna say a prayer for him. And if you guys could say a prayer as well, it's Tom Hartman. Tom is, needs supernatural healing. He, he, you know, some days he doesn't want to wake up. And I know that there are some people that are suffering that listen to the podcast and that have family members that are suffering. And, you know, we've done this before, but, uh, you know, it happened nine months ago and he's a strong dude. And uh, I do have a video. I don't know if I can ship it to you or not. Uh, probably not. No, I can't. Um, maybe I'll play it later. But it's on him on a new scooter thing, little three-wheel scooter that he's out playing on. All right, so let's pray. Commit to me that you'll pray, by the way. Commit. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to, to be born for such a time as this, in a time such as this. Father, please guard our hearts. Father, forgive me. Let's go back I want to thank you for the voice that you've given people in this movement to restore, of restoration, to restore you to our community. I want to thank you for the part that you have allowed me to play. I want to thank you for the, the strength that you give me every single day. I want to thank you for the protection that you've yielded upon me and my family. I want to thank you for the blessings that I've been given over decades. I want to thank you for giving me the strength to stand up in November of 2020. I want to thank you for our listeners. I want to thank you for uh, producers of the show, for the people that work tirelessly every day so that we can speak to the American people. I want to thank you for CanCon, Brian. I want to thank you for Nick. I want to thank you for Blair. I want to thank you for Garrett. I want to thank you for uh, JG. I want to thank you for Will Bailey. I could go on. I want to go on. I thank you for Greg. Thank you for True the Vote. I thank you for President Trump. I thank you for Seth Keschel. I thank you for all the people. Uh, My Michael Flynn. Joe Flynn. I thank you for all the doctors that have come forward. Dr. Corey. I am eternally thankful for the, for the opportunity for these people to come together. I'm thankful for the organizations that help our veterans. I'm thankful for the organizations that help the most vulnerable among us. I'm thankful for this country and for the opportunity this country has afforded generations. Father, please, please help us. Help us to recognize our inner spirit, our inner courage, the courage that we have to stand up and stand in the gap, to stand between the tyrannical and the people that they want to make the victims, the people in our communities, our businesses, our churches. Father, please help the churches to stand up, to do something, to finally do something 
to, to stand up and, and literally just have courage and, and be willing to sacrifice a little so that our future generations can have the blessings that you've afforded previous generations. Father, help us to drive out the evil, to shrink our government, to give, get back the money that, that we hard worked and that we earned. Help us to have accountability at the borders and to get rid of the cartels, to help those in need that truly need it, but do so in such a way that we keep our people here in this country safe. That means sealing the border. That means closing the border. Father, I would ask you to bless people in other nations that are also suffering under tyrannical leadership, global leadership, this cabal of people that want to destroy everything that our country and our countries stand for. I would ask you to supernaturally stand in the gap against people like Trudeau and to give people that are fighting against that tyranny the strength to continue, the stamina to continue, and the courage to continue fighting. Father, I would ask you to get on the hearts of those that are waiting for someone else to do the hard work and to turn the corner to save our nation. I would ask you to get in their hearts about getting them to get involved and to do the things to get in the gap. Father, I would ask you to put it on the hearts of those that they would, that they would read this book, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. And nobody paid me to say that. Nobody's paying me to, to promote his book. But I want to thank you for Yoda for, for pushing that book in front of me. And I want to thank you for yearning him to contact me about that and for all the things that you've done to talk to the hearts of men and women. Father, I ask you to protect our children. And I know this is a lot. I'm asking for a lot. But we need supernatural protection of our children from these evil, evil tyrants. Father, I ask that you would comfort Tom Hartman and his family. I would ask you to, to please, to supernaturally just heal him. Guard his heart, guard his mind. Give him supernatural strength. Father, I would, I would ask that you heal Tom Hartman. Heal him 100%. That this would be one of the miracles of miracles, and I know I'm asking a lot. I know I'm asking a lot. But I would ask you to, to just heal him. And to be strong with his family. To give him purpose in his life as he's searching for it desperately now. I would ask you to be with those people that are suffering, that are listening to this. And again, supernaturally heal them. Only you can do certain things, Father. Turn water to wine. I would just ask for this to be one of those times that you show us the power that you have and the love that you have. Father, thank you again for, for everything. I ask all of these things, and, and I thank you again. And please forgive me for the things that I've said or done that may be offensive. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, please uh, like us, share us, um, share. Share this. If you share anything, share this. I mean, I, I got a little fired up today. I always get fired up, <laughs> if we're being honest. Um, but I would ask you to share. And um, I would ask you to get in the gap. Stand between the tyranny and the people they want to make their victims. No better word could be said. So if you want to follow us, you can follow us on uh, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, um, Frank Speech, uh, and Conservative-Daily. Smash the Rumble button, if you would, please, and share it. It takes about 45 minutes if you, if you share it. It takes about 45 minutes for it to upload. It's going to be a two-hour show, so it might take a little longer than that. We're on Brighteon now as well. And if you want to follow us on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Um, give us a five-star review if you would. Go over there and give us five stars and um, share it with someone that needs to hear it. You can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and uh, get a reminder when we go live. 
we got a new system that's going to be rolling things over into. So we'll wait for that too. That'll be happening here shortly. If you want to subscribe to our newsletter, you can so in the in the description below. And um, go to conservative-daily.com and become a member. Become a member. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on uh, Telegram, Truth, Truth uh, Social, sorry, Truth Social. And um, lots of other channels out there. I know I'm on a bunch of them, Gab, Getter. I'm on a bunch of them. Just pick one. Pick them all. <laughs> but the ones I, I spend most of my time on are those two, is True Social and, and uh, Telegram. And for those who say, oh, Joe, you've lost a bunch of, of people. Yeah, I have. So uh, Telegram, by the way, it's a lot of bot accounts. And so I've been blocking people like crazy. And will I lose subscribers? Yes. But right now, it's the great purge. So Telegram recognizes there's a lot of bad accounts out there. It's happening to everyone. It's not just me. It's everyone. Some people are losing them, but uh, the reality of it is, is that most people are being, um, are either getting out of Telegram because of all the bot stuff or um, Telegram is purging accounts uh, to make things so that it has less bot accounts because, it, frankly, there's a lot of bots there. So you can go to follow us over there. Follow us on Truth Social, at Joe Oatman, at Ash in America, and at Conservative Daily, um, and check it out. So that's it for this episode of, Con oh, am I on signal? Yeah, I am on signal. Somebody just asked if I was on signal. Yes. Yes, and God is good. God is perfection. We are not perfect, but God certainly is. I want to thank you guys for all the prayers, all the hugs, all the help. Um, God bless you all. I'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Until then, just take care of your family. and Make sure you pray for Tom, pray for salvation, and pray for our country. God bless you.